0: Welcome to The Veteran Doctor. This podcast is for everyone interested in improving their knowledge on veteran centric topics. Veterans have dedicated their lives to serving their country, so now it's our turn to serve them as they transition back into their civilian lives. One thing that's been discovered is that there's a lack of knowledge in the availability of resources and how to properly navigate the social systems available to veterans upon exiting the military. This podcast's purpose is to bridge those gaps of knowledge and guide veterans to resources and the much-needed information they so deserve. The Veteran Doctor is hosted by Dr. John Heinzelman, who has a master's degree in sports and performance psychology and a doctorate of philosophy in psychology, where his specialty lies in research psychology. He is also a retired Army Airborne Infantry Veteran with 22 years of service. So sit back, relax, and enjoy The Veteran Doctor. Welcome back. As we look into the next decade, I ask you to take some time to make some resolutions to help improve yourself both mentally and physically. Unfortunately, resolutions are challenging for most of us. If it takes a whole year to resolve something that could significantly improve your life, do you think it would be easy for us to fix? I'm guessing probably not. Otherwise, you would have started already and wouldn't need some significant holiday to make you make a life-changing plan. Let's face it, New Year's resolutions are almost useless unless we apply them. In fact, studies reveal the percentage of Americans who keep their New Year's resolutions is in the single digits, but the process of developing resolutions can be useful and instructive when it causes us to think. No one can speak for all veterans, and I'm not pretending to do so here, nor am I attempting to tell anyone what to do. In fact, probably most of us do most of these things on this list already. But for the next year, and hopefully longer, I am committing myself to live by each one of these resolutions. And if you are a veteran, I hope you will do so also. Number one, I will tell my story. Every veteran's story needs to be told. Sharing is therapeutic as it helps repair the mental wounds of war and keeps others informed about the battles we fight for them. These stories help encourage and inspire the next generation to support and defend the Constitution and our great nation. But I will ensure these stories are told the right way And keep true to faith to my country and to my fellow veterans number two i will not act entitled or in a manner as if the world owes me for my service the world does not owe me anything simply because i am a veteran all i want is a fair shake and the benefits i was promised when i first enlisted in the military although appreciated i do not feel entitled to expressions of gratitude for my service i will not go live life with a chip on my shoulder expecting that i deserve more respect simply because I've had the privilege of serving my country. Number three, I will help my fellow veterans when, where, and as I can. Veterans should strive to help each other. I will patronize other veterans' businesses, and if I own my own business, I will employ veterans as a priority. I will support charities that provide a meaningful benefit to veterans. When appropriate, I will support veterans seeking public office. More importantly than any of the rest, I will give a shoulder or an ear or a hand up for any veteran who needs it. I will ask for help when I need it. 22 veterans a day committed suicide in 2015. That number, unfortunately, is not improving. I do know that I will not be one of them. I will not quit on myself, my country, or my fellow veterans, nor will I allow other veterans to do so. I will attack life with the same vigor I attacked the enemies my country i will not defeat myself number five i will check in with my buddy's gold star family i know it's hard i know it can be awkward but it's essential to look in on the families of the fallen pick up the phone and or go visit it means so much to the families to know that they are not alone and their loved ones are not forgotten number six i will remain engaged with my fellow citizens and set an example as a responsible citizen The military is the most respected institution in the United States, and I will help keep it that way. I will live by the example of being responsible for citizenship and hold all fellow veterans to set the same standard. Number seven, I will always be proud of who I am, what I have done, and those who stood beside me. I don't need to wait for history to judge whether my actions in serving our country were right or wrong. I know in my heart that I did the right thing, and I am proud to have carried the flag of our nation into battle on behalf of her people. I am equally proud to have stood shoulder to shoulder with America in the greatest country on earth. Number eight, I will help write the next chapter of our nation's history. America needs its veterans in a time of great social and political diverseness, economic crisis, poor national leadership, and simmering anger, perhaps now more than ever before. As veterans of the revolution emerged to lead the nation, modern veterans must put their leadership, team spirit, ingenuity, selfless service, and willingness to take risks to work for this nation. I will make assimilation and reintegration a priority. I will not sit quietly in the shadows and complain about the country's condition and not do anything about it. I will lead by example. Number nine, I will take care of myself both physically and mentally. I will improve my physical and mental health to help me lose a few of those unwanted pounds and gain some energy that has disappeared. This task is difficult with my busy schedule, but if I allot 30 minutes a day at first and then keep increasing that time accordingly, my health will improve and visible results will be seen. Better health makes a happier veteran. Number 10. I will take care of myself financially. I will improve my financial fitness by paying bills off and improving my credit score throughout the year. I will also strengthen my savings account to ensure I will have at least three times my monthly income saved for emergencies. Better finances makes fewer worries. These are just a few resolutions that by no means are set for everyone to follow. You may have your own you want to follow or may wish to add to these. The overall goal is to improve your life in the upcoming year to prosper both physically and mentally. Happy New Year to everyone. Let's do our part to make this year better than any other year. So, some new features and content we added last week called UBI is back again. Useless bits of information or, depending on your perspective, useful bits of information. This week, we are going to talk about 33 of the greatest, most surprising, and interesting Army trivia facts taken from our military branches. And number one, 33 of the 45 men who served as President of the United States have served in the military. One, US President Theodore Roosevelt even received the Medal of Honor. The only one, James Buchanan never became an officer. Number two, from 1942 to 1944, the Coast Guard had a championship hockey team, the Cutters. The Cutters played in the Eastern Amateur Hockey League, considered one of the most competitive leagues of its time. Number three, A roof stomp is an Air Force tradition where airmen welcome new commanders or celebrate special occasions by banging on the commander's roof, windows, and doors. The commander then opens the door to receive the group for refreshments. In recent years, some airmen have modified the tradition to a porch stomp. Number four, Johnny Cash, Morgan Freeman, and James Stewart are just a handful of celebrities who have served as airmen. Jimmy Stewart, who won an Oscar for a Philadelphia story in 1940 before flying on missions in World War II and Vietnam, rose to the rank of Brigadier General in the Air Force Reserve. Every March, Airmen participate in Mustache March, growing mustaches to honor Airman legend and Triple Ace Brigadier General Robin Olds. Number six, fewer than 100 people have received the title of Honorary Marine the Commandant of the Marine Corps can only bestow the title of Honorary Marine. In order of seniority, the list of Honorary Marines include Chuck Norris, rank unknown but also unneeded, Brigadier General Bob Hope, Mastery Sergeant Bugs Bunny, Corporal Jim Neighbors, star of Gomer Pyle USMC, and Gary Sinise. Number seven, only female Marines are authorized to carry umbrellas in uniform. Number eight, tossing a Dixie cover under the bridge. For many, a short timer crossing under the Coronado Bridge or any other bridge near the home port marks a moment of reflection. Should a sailor stay in or get out? Because sailors are often superstitious. Many leave the decision up to the sea, tossing their cover into the deep. If it floats, the sea is asking them to stay. If it sinks, it's time to move on. Number nine, Marines often pin their next promotable rank onto their uniforms as a motivator. They usually hide these pinned reminders under their cover or under a pocket flap. Number 10, before World War II, the Army's 45th Infantry Division wore a swastika patch on their left shoulder in honor of the Native Americans. They changed it to the Thunderbird in the late 1930s. Number 11, Anthony Christie was the oldest active serving Coast Guard member. The keeper of the Christiana Lighthouse in Delaware, Christie died on duty in September 1862 at the age of 105. Number 12, the legend of Bill the Goat. Bill the Goat has been the Naval Academy mascot since the early 1900s. Legend has it that a Navy ship once kept a goat as a pet, but the goat died on the way back to port. Two ensigns were entrusted to have the goats stuffed, but they were distracted by the Navy Academy football game. One of the ensigns allegedly dressed up as a, in a goat skin and pranced around at halftime. The crowd loved it, and the Navy won the game. Number 13, Marines who attend MCRD San Diego are often called Hollywood Marines. Harris Island Marines called San Diego Marines Hollywood Marines, because MCRD Paris Island was the first of two depots. Hollywood Marines don't have the same name for Paris Island Marines because they feel bad about the sand fleas. Number 14. Before the Air Force became its own branch in the military, it was part of the Army. On August 1, 1907, the U.S. Army Signal Corps formed an aeronautical division which later evolved into the Air Force. Number 15, two U.S. Presidents, Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush, served as airmen. Reagan served when the branch was also known as the Army Air Forces. George W. Bush served in the Texas Air National Guard before transferring to the Air Force Reserve. Number 16, the Marines have won four out of five Warrior Game competitions. 2014 marked their first loss to the Army. Number 17, the Army was tasked with mapping America. The scope of this expedition and mapping tasks included the Lewis and Clark Expedition. Army officers were some of the first American citizens to see Pikes Peak and the Grand Canyon. Number 18, the license plate of the Commandant of the Marine Corps reads 1775. Number 19, Marines in uniform are not authorized to put their hands in their pockets. Number 20, Walt Disney created a unique logo for the Coast Guard's Corsair fleet during World War II featuring Donald Duck. Number 21, the Marine Corps' mascot is an English Bulldog called Chesty. The mascot is named after Marine Lieutenant General Luis B. Chesty Puller, the only Marine to earn five Navy crosses. Number 22, Marine Corps Colonel John Glenn was the first American to orbit the Earth. Number 23, in the Navy, there are no windows, walls, or bathrooms. The Navy has rich diction, but don't get it mixed up. Ships don't have walls, they have bulkheads. They don't have windows, they have portholes. The left side is the port side, the right side is starboard. The mess deck is where you eat and the deck is where you walk. Above your head is an overhead, not a ceiling or a roof. If you need the toilet, you will find it in the head. The rack is where you sleep. 24, ever since Vietnam, Marine Amtrak crews will not eat apricots, which are considered bad luck. 25, while many animals have served as mascots aboard Coast Guard vessels, Sinbad, a dog, is one of the service's most famous. Sinbad served on the Cutter Campbell during World War II, keeping troops company during their voyages. Number 26, the Army was the last service branch to adopt an official song. On Veterans Day 1956, the Army Goes Rolling Along was declared the branch's official tune. Number 27, Marines also think it's unlucky to eat the charms that used to come in packs of Meals Ready to Eat, MREs. Number 28, the oldest Coast Guard boat station is in Sandy Hook, New Jersey. Number 29, the Marines' first land battle on foreign soil was in Libya. During this battle, 600 Marines stormed the city of Derna to rescue the crew of the USS Philadelphia from pirates. Number 30. In 1967, the Coast Guard icebreaker Eastwind became the first cutter to ever sail across Antarctica. Eastwind was also the first ship to circumnavigate Antarctica since 1843. Number 31. In 1947, then Air Force Captain Chuck Yeager broke the sound barrier in the Bell X-1 rocket-powered aircraft. This feat marked a new era in aeron- aeronautics in america number 32 the coast guard refers to a vessel as a cutter if it's over 65 feet long number 33 though tattoos are discouraged in today's navy they weren't always for hundreds of years sailors tattooed themselves as souvenirs to communicate their travels and their trials here is a short non-comprehensive list of imagery you may encounter among salty sailors including the meaning of each tattoo Swallows. Home. Each denotes 5,000 miles at sea. Compass or nautical stars. Never losing one's way. Each indicates 10,000 miles at sea. Trident. Special warfare. Rose. A significant other left at home. Twin screws or props on one's backside propels one forward through life. Rope. Deckhand. Octopus. Navy diver. Dolphins. Wards off sharks. Sharks. Rescue swimmer. Polar Bear sailed the Arctic Circle. Dragon sailed the Pacific. Fouled Anchor sailed the Atlantic. Turtle crossed the equator. Golden Dragon crossed the International Dateline. Golden Turtle crossed the International Dateline and the equator where they intersect. Emerald fouled Anchor crossed the Prime Meridian. Emerald Turtle crossed the Prime Meridian and the equator where they intersect. Full rigged ship sailed across the Cape Horn. Helm, quartermaster, pinup girls, company at seaport call. Hula girls sailed to and ported in Hawaii. Dagger through a swallow signifies the lost comrade. Pig and chicken, superstition to keep from drowning. The words hold fast signifies a deckhand's tight grip on the lines. you <music> i hope you're enjoying those musical breaks i'm going to go ahead and continue on with some of your latest veteran news that we started last week so according to the military times on 26 december by leo shane military raises are likely not going to become any larger next year after two consecutive years of pay raises of at least three percent troops should not count on a third one happening in 2022 even before the new white house and congress begin to work On their new military budget, the federal formula for next year's pay raise has already been set. Under the latest Employment Cost Index calculation, which estimates the expected growth in private sector wages next year, the military pay raise is set to be 2.7% in 2022. Although that slight dip in pay raise may appear generous given the uncertain economic outlook facing much of the country after nine months of lockdowns, layoffs, and other financial problems related to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. And this 2.7% figure isn't completely locked in. The White House and Congress can still increase the amount if they feel the gap between military and civilian wages has grown in recent years or decreases it. Uh, as the way to save the military funding or their other priorities. Officials from the new administration, led by President-elect Joe Biden, and new Congress sessions, which begin January, are expected to debate the issue over the next few months. Biden's first proposed military budget is expected to be released sometime this spring. More news, according to Military Times on 23 December 2020 by Leo Shane, December is now the VA's deadliest month for coronavirus deaths, topping 6,000. December has been the deadliest month for the coronavirus pandemic for the Department of Veterans Services. On Tuesday, VA officials reported at least 6,192 total deaths among patients connected with the department, up 1,170 since the start of December. Previously, the department's deadliest month of the pandemic was November with 1,022 deaths as reported. At least 2,347 of the VA's deaths included inpatients who died at VA medical centers. More than a third of all VA deaths related to coronavirus complications have come in the last 50 days of the nine-month pandemic. VA officials have dismissed month-to-month comparisons of the numbers, noting that this could be a lag times in reporting some deaths. In addition to the patient totals, at least 90 VA employees have died from coronavirus complications. VA officials have declined to say how many of those VA workers have died from direct contact from medical uh, center patients and other veterans. Nationally, more than 317,000 Americans have died from health conditions linked to the virus. On Monday, the administrators of the state-run veteran living facilities in New Mexico have placed on administrative leave while officials are investigating whether proper coronavirus precautions are taken ahead of 21 resident deaths in recent weeks. An administrator of the state home in Illinois was fired earlier this month amid similar concerns of 32 veteran deaths there. Cases of coronavirus have spiked throughout the United States this fall, totaling more than 17.7 million infections since the start of the pandemic. Within the VA, active cases rose uh, nearly 500% from October to the end of November. They peaked at 17,757 on December 11th, when the department's report on the coronavirus cases were removed from the public's view because of what officials called technical problems with the information. Officials declined the release of new numbers until Wednesday when the active cases were reported down 15% of the last report. VA leaders have downplayed spikes in the coronavirus deaths and cases in recent months, saying that percentages of veterans who need hospitalization because of the coronavirus complications have remained consistent or decreased as total cases have risen. So that wraps up our news for this week. Next uh, part we're going to talk about is shoutouts. This section is reserved for recognizing new members for our podcast and partners and sponsors who support us in everything we do. We could not continue this podcast without everyone's support. So thank you for everything you do for us. And our new member for this week is Vicki Lavish. Thanks Vicki for all your support and thanks for becoming a member. Before we get into our next musical break, I wanted to talk about podcast uh, patrons and sponsorship program. As you uh, may already know, the focus of the Veteran Doctor podcast is to focus on veteran-centric topics. The research and information dissemination process can be daunting at times with the maintenance of literature, books, websites, blogs, podcast episodes, and other administrative necessities. This ultimately takes time, resources, and marketing to support the veterans and their needs. We have just started this podcast and are very excited about the process of podcasting and how much the potential impact it can have on the veteran population and its dissemination. To carry on and improve this podcast, we would hugely be grateful to anyone who can support us in our growth. We are looking to expand and enhance this podcast quality and find it more manageable with a bit of support. So if you think you're getting a few dollars worth of entertainment a month from us, we would greatly appreciate you throwing it our way so we can invest in the Veteran Doctor. We offer different rewards for different pledge obligations, so please see what may fit your liking. Once again, we appreciate your support and all the veterans out there who benefit from this podcast, I'm sure they appreciate your support too. Like with every partner and sponsorship, you must have a goal. Our first goal is to reach a monthly pledge amount of $500 collectively. You hope to reach certain milestones with every goal you set, and you must determine what you will do with this funding. Our number one is help pay for ongoing production costs, hosting fees for website, blogs, and podcasts. Our number two is to help purchase rewards for patron supporters. And number three is to offset marketing costs for websites, blogs, and podcasts. And number four is to help buy new equipment and technologies to improve podcast sound and quality. There are different rewards for different monthly donation amounts. The donation amounts range from $1 to $50 a month. The rewards include one or more of the following items depending on the level of monthly donations. Some examples of these rewards may consist of a thank you on the show or the site, a thank you email, early access to new episodes, show swag like t-shirts, bumper stickers, pins, or a pin. A patron can read a short message on the show or call in as a special guest or a patron can determine the show topic. We really hope you would consider the patron sponsorship program to support the Veteran Doctor podcast in the future so we can keep on improving and helping veterans and their needs. So here is a little more music. back so i wanted to talk on our next segment about the upcoming book that i wrote the new book is uh being released in january 2021 called the veterans resource and transition guide it'll be released on amazon ebooks and i'll also have paperback copies uh if needed Uh, the book is written to help veterans with research knowledge and resources with their transition into civilian life and beyond our society's current problem demonstrates that many veterans When they transition out of the military, do not have the knowledge, training, or resources to reintegrate back into civilian society properly in their efforts to survive. They do not know where to go, what to do, and do not even have a plan to survive in the civilian world. This guide is intended to educate, provide evidence and research, and provide knowledge and resources to veterans in their effort to gain a better understanding of the dynamics of veteran issues and help veterans understand and survive their transitional experience after military separation. The purpose of the Veteran Reintegration Guide is to provide a one-stop quick reference source of research, knowledge, and resources for veterans to easily reference in the effort to help educate veterans on the issues and process of transitioning out of the military. What to do once they get out, develop a plan, and provide resources to help make life a little easier during and after that experience. Additional information has been added for survivor's benefits for surviving widows and a military 101 class to help educate civilian workforce on military culture and lifestyle. The guide's additional intent is to make it a living document to take, take input from readers and providers on informational resources, providing annual updates to veterans on the ever-changing and developing process of transitioning and resources. This guide will provide a resource of knowledge to veterans helping guide them through their transitional journey i also want to let you know that i also have a author website and some uh, website blogs my author website has been released and is available for viewing at com. that's j-o-h-n-e-h-e-i-n-t-z-e-l-m-a-n.com This website will provide the latest and greatest information on my literary works when they become available. Another unique feature that's available on the website is the veteran blog. The veteran blog provides veterans with information on veteran specific topics that affect them every day, whether challenging or life enhancing. The purpose of this site is to keep veterans informed and help improve their knowledge. Subscriptions are available in monthly, weekly, and unlimited access to this blog information depending on the veterans' informational requirements. The future of this site will include audio, video, and in classes. So this concludes our podcast for the week. Remember, we welcome feedback on this podcast to help us improve and your new ideas are very welcome please send them to info at com. That's info at j-o-h-n-e-h-e-i-n-t-z-e-l-m-a-n.com. So hopefully, I hope you enjoyed this episode on the Veteran Doctor. Hopefully our sound quality has improved because of our new equipment. We really enjoy it and we're trying to figure out more ways to utilize it and improve it. I hope you come back and visit us for our next episode on more new year's resolutions for veterans so until next time take care be safe and enjoy your new year's and have a good one